Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I'm your host, Martha Reddick, and I am so excited about this week's episode. I have the two ladies who do the Practically Perfect podcast on. So we're doing crossover podcast uh, episode. So this is part two. So if you are listening to this first, stop. Stop what you're doing. Go on iTunes, go to the Practically Perfect podcast, hit subscribe, and listen to part one there. It'll be their latest episode. It was posted yesterday, as in June 10th. In case you're not listening to this on the day it was released, it's okay. I forgive you. Um, wonderful. Well, ladies, welcome. Hello. Hello. By the way... Her intro's very perky, Sue. We, the bar has been raised. It has. But I so was trying to be all professional because she was like, stop what you're doing. And I wanted to say, stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the rhythm and the rounds. I was like going to go into my whole, like, you know. Uh, usually Sue likes I, to rap a little. I love that. Uh, usually I introduce the guests, but I'm actually going to have you guys introduce yourselves so we can have vocal cues about who is whom. Oh, very tricky. All right. You go first, Laura. Oh. So I am Laura Brawley, and I am the owner of Nanny Care Hub, which is a group of websites. So that includes everything from My Nanny University to A to Z Nanny Contract to Nanny FAQ. So you can find me on Facebook at Nanny Care Hub. Wonderful. Thank you. Very succinct and cool. Um, my name is Sue Downey, and I am the organizer of Nanny Palooza and have a website nannypalooza.com. And Nanny Palooza is a conference for nannies. Martha's going to be there this year. I know. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Um, I also head up National Nanny Training Day, which happens in the spring. And various Which we've other done a little one on, so if yeah. you haven't listened to that little one, please go do go that. listen. Uh, yeah, so that's me, and I've been a nanny for a million and a half years. We're very old, so <laughs> yeah, we're old. Both young of us. people that listen to Martha's podcast, please excuse our age. We can just say we we were nannies before there was you know the internet. It's true, <laughs> way before the internet. That's so sad. Okay. 
uh, one of my nanny kids uh, the other week asked me when was the first time I saw a telephone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, gosh, I don't know. But they looked very different than what you think of as a phone. <laughs> it's true. Some days I feel like we should have been the nanny for, you know, Bam Bam and Pebbles. Yes. <laughs> We're so old. Listen, I literally just on Friday talked to my first nanny family, the oldest boy from the first family. And he was six when I, when I had him. But still, he's now in his 30s. And he called me because he wants to hire a nanny for his new baby. And he has to figure it all out. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so old. I have grand nanny <laughs> babies. It's crazy. But it's okay. We're still but young we're at young heart. young at heart. Yep. There you go. Well, wonderful. Well, everyone who's listening to this, I'm sure has gone and listened to part one. But if you have not, uh, why? And then also, <laughs> it was about uh, the ability of families to rate nannies on websites like Care.com or Sitter City. Uh, we're mostly specifically talking about Care because there's more information on them out there uh, than there is on some other websites, but nannies can rate families on those specific websites. Um, so we talked about all that on the last episode. On this one, we are somewhat discussing, so on some of these Facebook groups that are nanny run, there's been talk of uh, nannies creating their own websites to be able to rate the families. So if care won't let them do it, then just, you know, breaking out outlaw outside of the rules, making their own websites to be able to rate families. And is that an appropriate thing to do? Who knows? That's what we're going to talk about. There you go. Well, so what do, you, what do you guys think? I'll tell you what I think. I think that it's the worst idea ever. <laughs> and, and I know I know for a fact I get where nannies are coming for this, but it's already as we sort of learn to get I, – I didn't have as much of a problem with families rating nannies as other people do. I, I'm sure if I was rated poorly, though, I would be really livid. And I haven't worked for crazy families, so maybe it's my own experiences that make me whatever. But it already seems a little bit unfair that, you know, that that it's one-sided, and I get that. But the reason that we don't like it is because they can say virtually anything. And because I think a nanny-family relationship is so personal and intense and... Um, very specific to the people and the time and whatever that like, I, I just don't know. I, I feel like you could hate a family and then say bad things and then another nanny might work for them and it might be fine. But it's just, I, I don't know. I just feel like it, it would end up being just more negativity out there because I don't know that as many nannies would be like, oh, that family's amazing, as they would be like, that family's horrible, and you no one should work for them. And they, it would always be they don't pay enough, like every single time, right? <laughs> I mean, I think they don't pay enough. They don't support you if you um, 
bring up discipline issues. That's a big one that I've heard from a lot of nannies. The reason that they leave families is that uh, the the kids were having discipline issues. They talked to the parents. They put things in place. And then when, you know, the rubber meets the road, they, like, didn't. Did I use that expression right? I'm not sure I did. When the time came, the parents don't back up the nanny. And right. then the nanny's like, well, then this is not a good fit. Um, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna back me up when I'm trying to actually set boundaries for your child. Right. But a good fit isn't the same, shouldn't be the same as a bad rating. Like I think, and I think that it would be hard for nannies to, to say, because you'd essentially be Passing judgment on their parenting style. Well, nobody should well, be judged for that. And how I approach a family to say, I need you to back me up, is going to be completely different than how even Sue a- approaches a family to say, I need you to back me up. Very so true. part of that, you know, is very, well, all of it is very subjective. But this is my reasoning. I just don't think it would be effective. So the reality is Care.com has millions and millions of dollars that they invest in their website they do advertising. Everybody knows about care.com. But if, you know, say you develop a rogue website where you're going to review parents, the only people that are going to know about that is a relative handful of people um, that we reach online. We already know that we don't have a huge reach in the nanny industry. So it's not like a nanny is going to know, oh, I went on care.com. I'm going to go to this other website and see what they say about these these parents she's not going to know to do that 98 percent of the people maybe 99 percent of the people so what you're going to have is a website of a relatively handful of people in relation to the two or three million people we have working in our industry that are just going to be complaining about their families so (laughs) yes so i don't think yeah it's it's not going to hit the goal that you're wanting to get so to me i do think it's unfair that family or that nannies can't rate the families but to me the power is in hey you need us on care.com to have a website so we want to have equal access to reviews um i think it has to be in the same place the same place that you review nannies you should be reviewing families and i think nannies have a lot more power than they think they do yes which brings me to uh, Jennifer Hilton, who has been on the podcast before, she did the nanny taxes episode, uh, and it was brilliant. Uh, she has created a petition on change.org that, um, that talks about retaliatory defamation, libel, and slander. So if someone, a family on care.com, writes a terrible review of you that is not based in truth at all, and you reach out to care, care care.com will not take that down. Even if it, even if it doesn't have an ounce of truth, even if you only ever were messaged by that person and never responded to them, they can go on and write a terrible review saying she came to my house and she was 55 minutes late and just lies, complete and total lies. And so she has started this, Jennifer has started this petition that says, please stop retaliatory negative reviews for caregivers and allow a fair review system. Um, And so I will post this uh, petition on Chronicles of Nannia on Facebook and on chroniclesofnannia.com. So if you are hearing this and you feel passionately 
uh, that you want to do something about it, this is a, a real way that you can try to contribute to try to get a more fair rating system that is not creating your own website. Well, and I, but I think the question there is, yes, I think the, the question of can nannies uh, review parents is fair, but how is CARE going to figure out if something is true or not? That's the problem because now you're asking CARE to police the bazillion jobs that they have on their website, which is an impossible task. Because just because a nanny says, and we know this from the online groups, just because a nanny says something did or did not happen, doesn't mean it did or did not happen. And so now you get into he said, she said, or she said, she said. So I guess my question to that is, how is that supposed to work in the real world? Yeah, see, I think if they, I think if care.com let nannies rate families, then all that is going to happen is the same thing that would happen if we had our own website. You know, like, one of the two sides is going to be crazy, either the nanny or the family, and then it's just going to go back and forth. So, like, here, what I think, and I think you said this in the first um, half of this uh, Mm -hmm. episode, I think that maybe a more fair thing, instead of just these sort of open-ended reviews, would be to have some parameters. Like, maybe Kara could come up with, um, you know, instead of just leaving, like, feedback in this sort of open thing, couldn't they have some sort of sliding thing on, like, five or six points that you could, the families could rate you and you could rate them? So that it wouldn't be these long, drawn-out, I don't even know if that would make it more fair or not, but, like, I can see, I would not want nannies to go on and attack people's parenting styles because... Nannies can be very judgmental and whatever, but it would be helpful to know that they, the family never remembered to, to, to pay the nanny on time or that they were always late. Like some of those things would be helpful if there was a way to have it be only about that and not the sort of fit issues that would be troubling. Does that make sense? Right. So if it was divided into categories and you could rate those categories. Right. But what you were saying on the earlier episode, Sue, see that teaser I threw in there, mm-hmm. was that if you were a parent, you would want to use this to actually help screen. And what you're screening for are those soft things. You're screening for the fit. You're screening for the philosophy. You're screening for those types of things. Those are the things that people have difficulty finding out. So that's the information that they want yeah. to know. You're right. You're right. See, but I'm telling you, the way that it is now is not as troubling to me. And I'm sure, like, I'm positive that I'm coming to this because I've never had a problem. And if I had a problem, I might feel very differently. So I do apologize if you've worked for Crazy Family and they've said these horrible things. I get it. But I also think that if everything else is okay and you've done, you have references and stuff, it's like overcoming, if you work for a crazy family, it's going to be a problem in the real world too, when you have to have that reference. Like sometimes you just work for crazy families. That's why you have to keep good records and make sure you're doing all the other things that you need to do. I don't know. I don't know that there's any way to make online rating fair or... I don't know. I do think, though, it going both ways, like Uber does the same thing. 
you can get a terrible Uber score and then you don't get picked up. Um, <laughs> really? You know, passenger. I didn't you know, know that. I love that so much. I didn't realize that because I don't Yeah, you can look at your Uber score. Uh, mine is 4.93. I want to so. look mine up right now. I, I want to know my it. Uber That is awesome. Before <laughs> this. One of my good friends drives for Uber, and he told me. Oh, so your score is padded. Is that what you're saying? No, he <laughs> has never given me a ride, so he's never had the oh, opportunity. okay. That was um, a hard time. But, but, yeah, and that was actually another idea that I saw put forth on some of the nanny groups is uh, for nannies to – rate their fellow nannies oh that's a bad idea yeah (laughs) which that seems or to make like fake accounts because it's really easy to make an account as a parent and then review other nannies without you know having ever talked to them right um because that's within their system all this just makes my stomach churn and it it I say that because I was involved with the crazy family. Anybody that's read that blog post knows. And it can be something that really is detrimental to your livelihood. So it sucks if you're on Uber and you can't get a ride, but it really sucks if you wouldn't be able to get a job. Thankfully, I did have a long list of very good references and people on my side. And so my crazy family was outweighed by all the really great experience I had. But again, if I had been a young person and this had been my first job, um, it would have been, it would have been very, very different. And so I think the part that really strikes people at their heart is this is your livelihood. This is how you pay your bills. And so it's not just personal to you in the sense of how you are as a caregiver, but it can affect your ability to, you know, to survive. And I hear that from people on care, Uh, especially people who are doing not just full-time nanny jobs, but who are doing part-time and a lot of babysitting. So you build up a reputation on there and that's where you get clients and bad reviews will keep you from getting those good clients. So I think the, I think the seriousness of it is also a big piece of this. Right. And in some areas, uh, the like care.com is one of the only ways they don't, there's some areas that don't necessarily have agencies, you know, right. that are more rural. And so online resourcing is one of the only ways that they can find families, you know, besides good old flyering and <laughs> yeah, things like that, which don't work as well anymore because people are like, I can just go on my computer. Um, and then one other thing that I, I just read on this petition is that one of the big problems is that if a nanny reaches out to care and says, this family is, is saying things that are untrue about me, can you do anything about this review that just isn't true? that uh, CARE's response is often there's nothing we can do in the review or feedback is permanently on your account, even if it's false. Maybe you can reach out to the person and ask them to remove it. And then the caregiver's account will be canceled. With well, no and that's not always true, though, because I did a little bit of research on that when that first came out. And that has happened, but it's definitely not the policy of care. And there are lots of people who will cancel their own account to clear out the negative reviews. Right. So not not 
defending care here, but I will say that's definitely not something that happens to everybody. Exactly. Um, but if it happens to a handful of people, I still have a problem with it happening to a handful of people. Right. If you well, complain yeah. to a website and then they just take you off of it, especially if it's a website, like you were saying, that you depend on for your job. Well, and again, the one, one of the it's hard to do this without names, but one of the issues that, cause I was involved in one of those. I was, I was with the nanny all through and she sent me the information that she sent to care and she got canceled because she was really horrible in her <laughs> emails. Uh, you know, she was yeah. accusing them of slander and defamation and she was going to sue them and all this other stuff. And so, yeah, they canceled her account, but honestly, I wouldn't have wanted to do business with her either. So again, right. I think in all of these things, there are always two sides to the story. And I'm not defending care, but I'm saying too that, you know, we can't just take everything at face value. We're nannies. And so we always tend to say, oh, I'm going to side with the nanny part of this. But there are always two sides. And especially in that case, and let me tell you, she was not happy with me when I told her that, no, I didn't think that she, I, I would have done the same. Had she approached me that same way, I would have done the same thing if I would care. Which um, that is something to think about when you're thinking about the nanny side of this is what energy are you putting out? And I know that there's a lot of frustration and uh, anger, but the energy that you're putting out in your emails to the families but to potentially ask them to take down the negative review or to care doing it in a kind and respectful way is going to get you a lot further exactly than just approaching with anger well and I think yeah I mean the the two sides of it really can't be underscored enough I have I just really think that that's a lot it's it, this you is the most unique employer-employee relationship of all of the jobs in the world. It's such a unique situation. And so much has to do with chemistry and life circumstances and communication styles. It is such a potential mix that it seems like the rating can be really difficult on both ends of it. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe there's just no rating. Maybe that it should just be reference providing. And um, and maybe the answer would be that CARE lets you see other families. I, I guess they can't because then there's privacy issues. But I feel bad for parents because it's really hard. It seems like this should be a helpful thing to be able to know how a sitter is rated, like a restaurant or anything else but but I think this is what you give up when you don't work with an agency because part of this is self-service this is the whole point right and so when you go with self-service you're giving up the idea that you're going to have somebody comb through this information so like asking care to find out if something is true or not that's going to require you know emails and proof and conversations and all kinds of it's going to require tracking all those all those interactions right and and you can't have it both ways you can't pay $35 or what I have no idea what care's fee is you can't pay 50 bucks let's say to hire a nanny and expect that you're going to get all this personalized information it just doesn't work that way so and, yeah. and I'm not saying that's right. We should be able to get childcare in this country for a much, you know, there's all kinds of issues with childcare, but 
you have to realize that it is a self-service. And part of that self-service is you have to do your due diligence. And that means a lot more work. That's the reason you're not paying thousands of dollars for an agency to go through all this with you. Right. And that is the same way with nannies. If you're not going through an agency, you're going to have to dig, you're going to have to go through a whole lot of families and deal with all this kind of stuff to get to. And I realize that nannies a lot of times don't have choices, but there are a lot of nannies who choose to go to care as opposed to an agency. So I think that you have to, I think there's some personal responsibility in the avenues that you choose to hire a nanny and to get a job. Right. And if you don't agree with CARES policies and this particular point and you're, this makes you very upset, then you should stop using it because that's yeah. the only way it will change. Like if you guys are, if you guys, if we, including me, because I think maybe my opinion has changed slightly from this conversation. If we're serious about getting the reviews off of this, the only way to do that is to stop using it. And tell care that that's why you stopped using it. And that is a very bitter pill to swallow. But the reality, we've been swallowing bitter pills from care since the, <laughs> the, in the beginning of time with this website because they got all of this money. They had a brilliant business plan. They were there first. They have great ideas. It really, you can't knock them for that. And so they became so big. And it's like, if you're... You either need to play by their rules, and you can certainly make suggestions and whatever, but they're not going to listen to us until we flex our muscles. I, I really don't think they will. They haven't, at least up until now. Very rarely have they listened to the nanny perspective on things, in my opinion. And they certainly haven't invested in the nanny community very much. They, I have to say they do um, help out a subsidiary of their company or a portion of their company does um, support uh, National Nanny Training Day in Boston because they're located in Boston and they actually direct hire nannies in Boston. It's a, it's not the general website, but it is part of it. But other than that, they've really invested very little in the industry as a whole, except they have this giant website. But if nanny stops signing up for it, it won't work. So if you don't like it, <laughs> you should not use it and tell it. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. I think that's really the only, I mean, the petition's great and, and it's nice that, you know, she set something up and, and is trying to get them to listen and engage in a dialogue. But in my experience, care.com has not been so, interested in the nanny side of these things right and the the best way to to get through to them is yeah in, I mean uh, and I don't even know if I mean it would have to be a lot of nannies probably before it would make a difference <laughs> so really I don't even know if that's good advice but um it is right worth and then I guess my my worry there is that there's always a crop of, you know, right. bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Well, there's always somebody who's going to take those jobs. Um, yeah. But I think that it's, I think it tends to be more, uh, you know what I mean? I think that the people that are really bothered by this are a certain type of nanny. I don't think they're the type of nanny who's going to go on to care and work for five or ten bucks an hour. Right. I think the type of nannies that are bothered by this are, oh, I hate the word professional nanny, but I'm going to use that 
are the more professional nannies um, who are, who are, this is an issue for them. Or career nannies. We could call them career nannies. That yeah, those are, but I don't think, see, I was a nanny for, anyway, that's a whole different thing. Because um, <laughs> career to means, means like until you retire, which is for a very, very long time. I think you can be a, never mind. It's a whole, it's a whole other podcast. We'll have to do oh, another but, one. But we'll I think it later. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think there's just not an easy solution, but I don't think it's a bad idea to try and, um, approach care and see, you know, public, not just power of the purse, but public opinion has a lot of influence among big corporations and especially somebody like care who is very much, uh, sort of a touchy feely. This is a relationship corporation They're you know, they make money off of relationships, elder care, child care, those kind of, you know, pet care, all those things are relationship based. And so maybe a more public education campaign, as opposed to just a straight uh, petition, um, would do it. We have that in Seattle. And I think in every city you have that journalist who's like, get Jesse, who you put them on the case and they slap it all over the news. Uh (laughs) So maybe somebody needs to get Jesse on (laughs) care.com. And it might, I think. And they get picked up and go viral. And hey, you never know. It's true. Well, and it will have to be somebody who is willing has really been damaged. Right, who's willing to say you know, like go at, to bat with a really crazy family. And not just yeah. a, like a little crazy. I mean like one of the really bad ones. Right. Um yes. Yeah, which, which is you know, that's asking a lot of of yeah. a nanny potentially. No, a ton. I don't know that I could do that. Like that would yeah. be a lot of the potential for blowback is real. The other thing that could possibly make a difference is, and this would be interesting to know too, is I'd be interested to know if families, um, do families take these ratings into consideration and do they, like, is, do they just disregard them? Because maybe if you had enough nanny employers who said, well, these are ridiculous anyway, because anybody could say anything. Then they do because I, yeah, because even subconsciously, the reality is if you're looking at, you know, 20 nannies, because unfortunately part of what I do for clients is going to care.com. Oh, it's the pain <laughs> of my existence. Um, so if you're looking at 20 nannies and you're thinking, okay, there's really no substantial information about any of them on here. Subconsciously, you're going to go towards the ones that have the five or four and a half, you know, ratings as opposed to the ones that have the two. Because you don't have any other place to start. True. So you're automatically going to do that. Sure, I'm, if I if the top ones don't work out, I'll, I'll go down and look at the entire list. But I'm going to start at the top. That just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So basically what we're saying is it's unfair and it's unlikely to change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also, and this we don't have time to really get into on this episode, but there's also the scams that come up on care.com. One of which I just want to say it out loud because if anyone's listening and they come across this, I want them to avoid it. But there's a big one going around right now, or I think it has been for a while, but families saying that they are deaf. And so they can only communicate online, like via email or messaging. (laughs) And so they, which I know like automatically rings bells in our head, like alarm bells, but you know, to a young 
they're like, oh, they're deaf, you know, that's great. I took ASL in college or whatever. Right. And um, that is a huge red flag. If they say that they're deaf and they will not speak to you on the phone, um, don't just stop talking to them. Yeah. Um, Because almost always those turn out to be scams. They can find someone to talk to you on the phone. Also, if they say that they're moving into your city. (laughs) Yes. They need you to cash this check and say, yeah. Oh. And they need you to meet the movers and like pay them. So they're going to credit your account. What they often do is they credit your account like too much money or they need like they find a way to get money out of your account and then all your money so bad news bears yeah what i don't that's so weird i i think it's so sad to me human beings are so sad to me sometimes (laughs) i know i can't take it sometimes um yeah, the, if somebody contacts you and says that they are, um, you know, finding a nanny for a Nigerian prince, it's probably a scam, too. Just saying. That is most definitely <laughs> a scam. Because, really, I already found a nanny for my Nigerian prince, and there's no <laughs> others. And all those princes go through really high-end recruiters, so. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <sighs> it's crazy. But right. Yeah, and then always go with your gut. You know, if... If you're just getting a bad vibe off of a family, also go with your gut on that. And my one piece of advice, I'll leave with some advice because, you know. Yeah. um, So my one piece of advice is if you are finding yourself in this predicament, you have bad reviews. Don't just, unless you're really, really good at communicating, go online and ask one of the nanny groups how to phrase a really good reply so that you right. are non-defensive, that you're non-confrontational. You get out the facts that you need to get out and you in- re-engage the parents that need to hear you. Because unfortunately, a lot of the replies that I see are really defensive and angry. And that does not help you at all. In fact, it makes it worse because it just reinforces that you are not a good nanny. So don't react in anger. Get some Get some smart people, some experienced people who can help you craft a good reply that's going to negate the negative review before you go online and put it. And then put reply to all of those. So, yeah, uh, I think that's my big piece of advice if somebody's in this situation. Well, and I think I really think that if you have the power to reply, you should reply to every review on your account. You should do it just just the same way. If you go to TripAdvisor or any of the travel ones, that's that those are always the places I want to go to. When the manager takes the time to go to the site and say, thanks for commenting. It was a pleasure to serve you. Thanks for coming. I'm sorry you had this experience. Next time we'll do better. Thanks for coming. I'm sorry that you know, you encountered this, I can assure you that we're looking into it and we're going to improve instead of, oh, well, nobody else has ever said that about our hotel or exactly. So your reply is going to be your make or break point. Yeah. Yes. And And screening it through other people that are not coming from a place of anger. Right. uh, I is, yeah, I can't say enough for, for doing that. That is a very good thing to do because anger does change the chemistry of our brain. You cannot think clearly 
um, and rationally right. from a place of actual anger. And so, well, and comment taking time and distance from it happening. Like, I know that you want to have it up sooner rather than later, but getting some distance from it is also helpful. Yeah. And commenting on the good ones. Yes. Then, you know. Definitely comment on the good ones. Because then you're also, you have practice commenting. Right. Plus, Sue said so. Okay. Plus, Obviously, yeah. it's past my bedtime now. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, the magic hour. <laughs> we end each episode with a fun story or quote. And Sue has brought one for us. Well... I have a couple, but I'll share one. But if you want okay. to hear more, you should, you should, you know, make sure to invite me on again. Because I definitely have a few good ones. But Laura yes. loves... And or go listen to Practically Perfect, it's all of true. their podcasts, because you've shared some on there. I have. So um, if you as a listener are like, oh, I want more of this brilliance... <laughs> These funny stories. I'm guessing that nobody has said that about us. And I'm sure that Martha just. Martha just. After listening to this, they're going to, because you guys just gave out awesome advice. You're so so cute. Martha's using the air quotes. Brilliance. (laughs) No, I was not. Okay, so. They firmly planted in my lap. Um. So here's my funny story. Um. And the funniest part of this story is that. Now we tell it to the boy that this happened with, and he's like 17 now, and it's very embarrassing (laughs) and funny to him. So I had this kid who was frequently, um, he was about three and a half, and he was the kind of kid that would often just get himself into some trouble. Not bad (laughs) trouble, just mischief, you know, those kinds of kids, where if you don't see him for a while, you know something's up. And... Of course, he disappeared into the restroom, into the bathroom one day, and I he didn't come out for a very long time, and I was like, oh, Lord. And so finally I go, and I start knocking on the door, and there's no response, but I can hear water running, and I knock again, come out, come out, what's going on in there? And I'm sure that he's painted, like, a Picasso picture of poop all over the wall or something <laughs> equally awful, maybe toothpaste all over the mirror. I It could have been, like, a... Uh, toilet paper, I I just wasn't sure what was happening. But all I could hear was water, and he wouldn't answer. Finally, the kid comes to the door, and he's got his, like, hands behind his back, and I heard him turn off the water. I was like, okay, I'm looking around in the bathroom, like, what were you doing? And he's like, nothing. And I'm looking around in the bathroom, and it's pretty clean. And I'm like, what were you doing? Because it's obvious that he hadn't gone to the bathroom. And he just looks at me and goes, I was washing my balls. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he opens his hand very sheepishly from behind his back and opens it up. And in his hands are about five silver marbly balls. (laughs) And he had been washing them and shining them so that they were shiny and pretty and he was washing his balls. As all balls should be, shiny and pretty. And yeah. I said, okay, I'm not going to be angry with you for that, nor do we have to have a conversation. Let's just keep going. And everything <laughs> was fine. Let's just move on. <laughs> oh, that's, 
so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. It was a good one. He was so like, I'm washing my balls. Like, <laughs> why can't I have privacy for that? And oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Sue, no, Laura, thank, you. thank you so much. This has been fun. Hopefully, it's we can do it fun. again. If you guys out there listening in either of our lands, uh, Nania land or Pot practically perfect land have ideas for crossover things i think we would do this again so yeah we'd love to have any would. suggestions you can uh, get a hold of any of us and suggest topics yeah for me it's chronicles of nanny at gmail.com email it in there and i will i'll get in touch with sue and more and say let's do this ladies yeah all right so all right good. Well, thank you guys so much. This was so fun. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. The Chronicles of Nanny is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nanya and on Twitter at Nanya Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnanya at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.